This podcast is intended for adults 18 years and older. It contains explicit language and sexual situations. All thoughts and opinions expressed are of our own and not of those of any specific group, employer, or individual, and is not intended to take as professional advice. Welcome to the Foreplay Podcast. Join the journey, experiences, and sexual adventures of two high school sweethearts navigating their way through the swinging lifestyle as millennials. Come along for the ride. Let's play. Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast. It's Bella. This is Jace. This is the second episode of the Ask Us Anything portion of the podcast. Uh, series, whatever you yeah. want to call it. <laughs> this is the portion where you guys email us in questions and we answer them. So if you ever have any questions that you are just dying to know our answers to, you can send us an email at foreplaypodcast.gmail.com or you can head to foreplay.com slash ask and let us know what's been on your noggin. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so what's the first question? Our first question is, should we bring a gift or something when meeting a couple for the first time? Do you want to start? You want me to start first? Uh, you can start. You got it. So I don't think it's ever necessary to bring a gift personally. Now, I don't think it's a bad idea. Maybe let's say that you're going and you're going to drink. I don't think it's bad to maybe bring a gift like alcohol or a bottle of wine that you could give to the people that are hosting. That's something that you guys could enjoy together or open, maybe have a glass of wine together. I don't think it's necessary to get anything, you know, like a candle or an actual gift, but I do think that some sort of alcohol, especially wine, I feel like is always a good housewarming gift. And so for a more intimate setting like that, if it is for just, even if it's a bigger party, I still feel like bringing alcohol to gift to the host I feel like that's one thing that could be, but I don't think it's necessarily you have to. I don't think it's necessary, but I do think it's nice. Um, I just think to not show up empty-handed to something that someone's hosting is a nice gesture. So I personally, I would like to bring something. And it doesn't necessarily have to be alcohol. I would say... I think if we're we're going to bring alcohol, I would want to bring wine. But if you didn't want to bring alcohol, you could bring something that the group would use or not like a meat tray or something like that, but like some kind of charcuterie. I'm a big charcuterie board person. So a dessert charcuterie tray, I think, is a really good idea Mm -hmm. or maybe even if it wasn't alcoholic drinks, but other drinks that you could bring if it's a really fun rowdy bunch of people i mean you know energy drinks could be kind of fun yeah things (laughs) yeah no you could also do that a dildo i'm just kidding just kidding um that would be fun it's like you bring it like those party favors for bachelorette parties uh and then you come with (laughs) like a bag of penis straws (laughs) Or like a penis cake. That would be funny. But, I mean, that would be funny. I definitely wouldn't be like, what the heck is that? I'd be like, hell yeah. Here's the party, party. people. (laughs) And the one other thing I would say, if you do, let's say it's someone you've known for a while, if you really get to know somebody, you always could bring something specialized that you know that person likes. But if it's your first time meeting someone or you just met in passing, I definitely think like Bella said, maybe a little – dessert tray type thing or a bottle of wine is probably the best bet if you're going to bring something and it probably is a nice courteous thing to do the second question is what has been the biggest sexual surprise so far for either of you 
Why don't you go first since I answer the last one first? I mean, with this whole thing, I am just surprised that I liked seeing you have sex with other people and liked watching it. Because even to this day, it still is crazy to me why we like it, but we just do. So I think that's the biggest surprise by far is it and that it just brings us closer when you just think about it from the outside how could seeing your partner have sex with another person make you closer but it just does i agree but what about anything is there anything to you that maybe has been a turn on to you that's something we hadn't done or something like that that was surprising to you that you're like oh my gosh i really liked that i didn't know i liked that so oh. not just from that aspect of i agree with that 100 percent. but is there anything that is a act or something like that that's happened that you didn't think you would like that you did end up enjoying oh that's what that question meant okay i recently learned that this is a phrase like this is actually a term and i learned it from tiktok within the last couple months it's called a praise kink and i never knew that that's was a thing i just knew that i so okay let's go to the beginning we were in an orgy and I was fucking this guy and he was very daddy. <laughs> he was, I mean, he's just older than me, like great looking and everything. And he was just um, more dominant in that like daddy dom type thing. And we were fucking. And then as we were fucking, he was calling me a good girl. And I ate that shit up. <laughs> and I did not know that that is something that I liked but oh boy did I like that and so ever since then I have which I just thought was not daddy issues but I thought was a daddy kink but I don't think that's what it is I actually think it's called a praise kink according to TikTok <laughs> things like yes just like that like you're doing so good I like when you do it like that those things I don't know why but it just turns me on a lot <laughs> So that's my sexual surprise I didn't know about. And that's one cool thing about lifestyles. I feel like whenever you have something and when you're with the same partner, I feel like you get into, I don't want to say routines, but you have the things that you know you like together. And so you don't always go outside of that. And sometimes you learn things about things you could do or incorporate or that you just like that you would have never really known about. And I mm -hmm. think that's something cool. Um, so I also have one of these that I've never actually participated in. But it was something that really surprised me. So we have a friend and we had, had sex with her and her guy. And we found out later that she has a piss kink, which if you've never heard of that, it's someone that likes to get pissed on. And I never thought that was like a sexy idea. And we were supposed to meet up with her at a later date and things didn't happen but Bella said something she's like would you ever want to pee on her so I'm just like like <laughs> I don't know if it was in a joking way or whatever and I was thinking about it and it did sound hot to me now I don't have the want to do that to anybody except her or because she's the only one I know that has that kink I wouldn't want to do that to anybody unless they literally had that kink and I don't know if I'd actually like it but I wanted to try it and that was surprising to me because that was never a sort of sexual thought I'd ever had about peeing on somebody in a sexual way. But when it was someone that 
you were attracted to and you enjoyed other things sexually, it was kind of like a, they like this, maybe I'm curious to how this would be. And so I was surprised I'd even be open to the idea of that. It almost sounds like you like to please people and because like your, your kink isn't that piss kink, right? Cause it's hers, but it's like, she really wants that. And because you really like her and you want to see her, cause same thing with me, you know how you don't really like to do certain things with me, but because I like it so much, yeah. it makes you interested in it. It makes you like it. Uh-huh. So I think I actually never really thought of this until just now, mm-hmm. but I think that's even more surprising is that, People pleaser isn't the word, but kind of like that. Yeah. What is the kink where you like to... Please people? Please people. <laughs> yeah, but it also... So I do like that, but it also did sound sexy to me. Like, the thought of it sounded hot doing that to her as but well. But only if she really wanted to, yeah. right? So- yeah, so the, if I was just thinking about peeing on you, it doesn't sound like appealing to me because I know that you have no interest in doing that whatsoever. And me honestly thinking about doing that to anybody else in the entire world, unless I knew they had that kink, doesn't sound appealing. But I think you're right because it is – I wouldn't say it's only just me doing it to please her. I think that I also do find it attractive somewhat because if I feel like if it was just to turn somebody else on and I felt uncomfortable with it, then I wouldn't – do that so I think I have to have some sort of even if it's a 10% like underlying in me that wants to because even if I want to please someone if it's something that made me feel uncomfortable I wouldn't want to do that so yeah I think there must be some part of me that wants it but I think that part of it is because of that also helping someone else complete their fantasy I feel like it's a double thing there what if I said I wanted you to pee on me today right now because I just wanted to see what it, what it was like. I Does mean, that sound sexy to you or not really? No, because, because I don't I, think you want it. What if I said I do want it? What if I do want it? What if? I, but what if I wanted just to try it? Then I mean, I would. But see, that doesn't... You don't think it's sexy, though. So it's almost... It's, I guess it's both. because she yeah. it's cause she knew it and she's like, I want this. And I feel like the fact that we've talked about it and you said I would never want that, it makes me... Not I wouldn't do it, <laughs> but I feel like I'd have more trouble because I know it's now there's something you've said you wanted and you've always seemed like a little bit off put. Yeah. So I feel like that's why it's hard to just break that because it's – I have this ingrained thing in my head. Does that make sense? Yeah. And I also will say if I was going to do that, right, I wouldn't want to just – on her I would want like maybe after we had sex to go take a shower together then do that or something like that yeah so I'd want it to be in the whole play scenario uh-huh. if she was like oh I have a piss kink it's not like I would want to take her to the bathroom and pee on her then go back to the party I would only want to do it if it was also when play was going on and then we could somehow incorporate it into that yeah so I don't know. I don't. I guess, but that is a surprise to me. It's still surprising me to think about that. That thought is hot to me. It surprised me too because I remember we were talking about that whenever we were we had plans and everything. Mm-hmm. And I said, "What if we did that together? What if she wanted us to do it together? Would that be hot?" And then I thought that it would be hot. Yeah, so I guess <laughs> the same way. It's definitely really interesting to see how 
you can be surprised in different textual ways. And I hope that in the future, something else happens that surprises me because I'm always open to just like seeing what's out there. So I think that's a really great question. Mm-hmm. This podcast is brought to you by us, Bella and Jace. Have you guys ever had a party and maybe things are just a little quiet or boring or stale and you're looking to spice things up? Well, we have the perfect game for you. It's called Foreplay. We have a ton of different versions of it, but they're all sexual icebreaker games, and they're really there just to help make the night a little bit more fun, maybe make talking a little bit easier. There's some to help things move things forward sexually. There's just a ton of fun things to play. So if you are interested in that, you can check it out at foreplay.com games. If you're newer into the lifestyle and wanting to dip your toes in but not sure where to start, we have a course and you can find that at foreplay.com learn. It has all of the information that Jace and I wish we would have known before we got into the lifestyle and when we first started with our journey to help us maneuver in the easiest way possible. And I think this information will really help avoid some of the arguments and pitfalls that we had to go through towards the beginning of our journey as well. Now that it's summer, I'm sure you guys are looking for new t-shirts, bikinis, and all that kind of good stuff. So you can head to foreplay.com shop to find a bunch of swinger clothing and merchandise. Now back to the show. The last question we have is, we're having a small group of people over in a couple weeks. What is the best type of music to have playing? Ooh, you know how much we love music. This is, no, this is a great question. I would start off if it's depending on how big the group is, but even in a smaller group, I think that at the beginning of the night, I would do something that's easy to listen to, maybe a top 40 type music, things that are a little poppy. I wouldn't have it super loud, but I think that that more fun atmosphere, that more upbeat atmosphere is really good for talking and drinking and just getting to know each other or hanging out, whatever the situation may be. And then I think the best thing to do is as things are kind of moving more, let's say if they're moving more in that sexual direction. So for our personal Spotify, we'll make a playlist that's a, a party playlist or a sexy, sexy playlist or different kind of playlist. And we would recommend you, know, you making one of whatever you think is good music or sexy music. But as things get a little bit more sexual, that's when a lot of time we'll switch our playlist over to a sexy playlist. And that's where we have music, you know, like The Weeknd and just more of those sexier songs because you don't even want the top 40 music playing whenever that kind of stuff is happening. But we feel like that's a good way to kind of transition it depending on where the night is going. I think those are two of the best musics you can play. But everyone also has their own thing. I guess if you're really into country music or oldies or whatever it is, you can definitely play whatever makes you feel comfortable. But I definitely think as things are moving into play – or just a more sexual feeling, or a sexy feeling even in general, I think switching to a more sexy playlist with slower songs that just have more of a sensual feel is a good call. I agree. I think first going in and hearing sexy R&B music, I don't think daunting is the word, but I think a more upbeat is better to first go into. So also that way it doesn't... Nothing seems forced. It just mm-hmm. seems fun and outgoing. Yeah, you don't want to scare people into thinking that you're wanting to play and you're playing sexy music to push things that way. I don't think yeah. that's a good feeling to start with. So if you have Spotify or I'm sure Apple Music and all that, they have all those curated playlists. I would just look up pop or top 40 or top charts usually is really good. If you don't have those services, Pandora, I know, does play ads, which might not be the most sexy. 
But they do have playlists like that on Pandora, which is a free service. So that's something else you could always think about if you don't have one of those services. Spotify is also free too. It's ad supported, but it's free. And you can't choose what songs exactly. It can only shuffle. So you can make a playlist and it'll shuffle through the songs, which is what you'd want anyway. I think usually we just shuffle ours because I don't want the same exact ones Mm -hmm. playing. But if you didn't want to make your own playlist, I think an R&B playlist for the whole sexy mood is the way to go. R&B music is just so sexy. Mm -hmm. I totally agree with that. That is the last question that we're going to answer today. If you guys do have any questions at all, make sure you can email them over to us at foreplaypodcast at gmail.com or you can go to our website foreplay.com slash ask the number four O-U-R-P-L-A-Y and ask us any question that you've always wanted to know. It doesn't always have to be super sexual. If you have any other random questions, you're always welcome to ask those too. But yeah, send us some questions and then we'll answer them. But that is it for this segment. So we are going to go to our weekly obsessions. So on three, you ready? One, two, three, Bella and Jason's weekly obsessions. Nice. I was really excited to film this because I just wanted to tell everyone that my weekly obsession for a song is alcohol free by twice. I mean, I'm not personally alcohol free. I guess today I'm alcohol free. I didn't drink any alcohols today. Only old Wednesday. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, it is such a good vibey song. It has kind of a, it's a K-pop song, um, but it has. I love that you just said finger guns. No one could see that, but you did two (laughs) finger guns when you said that, which was really fun for me. salsa vibe to it and it's just super summery and i just want to be sitting by a pool drinking a margarita i don't even drink margaritas or go to the pool very often (laughs) but it makes me want to do that so that's my song of the week and then um i've been eating these things called vietnamese pizza it's a street food it's not really pizza at all but it's just rice paper and eggs so you do rice paper in your pan let that crisp up a little bit and then put an egg in there, scramble it, and then you can put whatever else ingredients you want in it. And then you fold it, and it kind of is like a quesadilla, but it's so good. I really like it, so I've been obsessed with making those. I thought it was pretty decent. It wasn't my favorite food, but I think it's definitely You did not like decent. it. Yes, I did. I thought it was decent. You were like, I can't taste anything but cheese. I, it was cheese heavy, but so <laughs> that was decent. Well, that is that if that's it for you, then I will go. I'm going to do a TV show. My show this week is Ted Lasso. Oh, oh me too, me too. Which, well, you already watched it, and then I was like, oh, I want to watch it. Yeah, Thank second you. season comes out sometime soon. I think it's middle of July. It is such a good show. If you like a happy, easy-to-watch, uplifting show, I think it's one of the best shows. And it is just the most optimistic character I've ever seen in a show. And so it's really easy and fun to watch and just uplifting, especially with – like the news, almost sad stuff's going on. The world's going all crazy sometimes. So it's this thirty minute escape, and I think it's it's really really great. And so, that's on uh, Apple, Apple TV. Apple TV, yeah, or Apple Plus, whatever Apple streaming services. That's what that's on. And also the Billie Eilish documentary is on there, which <laughs> is wonderful too. If you haven't seen that, my weekly obsession for thing is I got a new phone. I got an iPhone twelve, the big one. I've had an iPhone seven. I had it for. <laughs> five years, five and a half years. And two weeks ago I was using it. I put it down. And then when I picked it back up an hour later, it just, it just never turned back on. And so I was forced to buy a new one. 
And it's really great. I'm really thankful for this new phone. The camera is awesome. It's huge. <laughs> really great. So I love that I have a phone again. I'm really thankful for that. So that's my week obsession for that. And the it's last about thing, time too, because you have had that phone for so long. I couldn't even update all the apps because it would it wouldn't support everything. So <laughs> it's nice to have a new phone. And the last thing I'm gonna do real quick is a book. I read a book called The Greatness Guide. There's two parts to it. I've only read the first one, but it's by Robin Sharma. And it's just 101 chapters, and they're all maybe two minutes to read. And it's just life lessons that are these short little life lessons. And I think it's really positive and impactful and just a really good book. So if you guys like for something to read, it's really great. So we'll have all that stuff linked in the show notes. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of our podcast. And let's head out to the outro. If you'd like to support the show, you can leave us a five-star review wherever you're listening to our podcast. All our information will be listed in the show notes below. You can email us at fourplaypodcast at gmail.com. That's the number four, O-U-R, playpodcast at gmail.com with any questions or comments or head to foreplay.com slash ask. We have a digital online game called Foreplay the Game. It's the ultimate adult party game for the sexually inclined and perfect for breaking the ice. You can find more information at foreplay.com games. We give away one free game of Foreplay Plus a month to a listener who writes a review, so just screenshot your review and email it to us for a chance to win. We have swinger and lifestyle clothing and accessories at foreplay.com shop and courses at foreplay.com learn. And we also have a Facebook group called Foreplay Community and would love for you to join at facebook.com group slash foreplay community. We're on Twitter at Foreplay Podcast and Instagram at HeyBellaLuna and at HeyJSP. I have an OnlyFans, which you can find at OnlyFans.com slash VIP or my free one at BellaLunaFree. Lastly, we're on Cassidy and SDC at Bella and Jace, and you can get a free 30-day full membership by using our link. Again, all our information will be listed in the show notes below, and we thank you so much for listening to our podcast. See you in the next one. Bye!